this week we're going to talk about Kentucky basketball because if you didn't know, tonight is the premiere of John Kelly Perry's 30 for 31 and not done. I believe it is um, 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, it's something that I believe, I mean, all college basketball fans should check out because of who John Calipari is and, I mean, the story I believe it'll tell. I mean, going back to his days at um, UMass to his days at Memphis, I mean, all everything that happened in those two schools and the turnaround he helped those two schools achieve to where he's at now and what he's done with Kentucky. I mean, I'll start out with his first class at Kentucky. I mean, you go back and look at the 2009-2010 Kentucky men's basketball team, and they had five first-rounders drafted. John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Daniel Orton, Eric Bledsoe, and Patrick Patterson. That, I mean, at that time, that was unheard of. And ever since then, we know how the outsiders outside the Big Blue Nation, how they felt about Kentucky. I mean, it's just... People call it a cesspool, whatever you want. I mean, the players only go to the school thinking about the league. Nah, that that's not it. I mean, you can you can go watch interviews of those guys, and they'll still talk about that game against West Virginia where they went 0 for 20 from three. I mean, we all knew that one thing. If you watch that Kentucky team in 2009, 2010, one thing they got them was their shooting. They cannot really shoot at all. I mean, you can have as many standout athletes as we did, but – Whenever you don't really got that concision shooting, and West Virginia had it, that, that was definitely a game that was that was losable. But I mean, a team full of freshmen, uh, I mean, just like still today, it is went twenty nine and two, conference champs, um, end up winning, the, end up ending the year with thirty five wins, more than any team actually had that year. Um, we can skip right to the NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament. First round, they played um, Eastern Tennessee, 100-71. Eric Bledsoe led the team with 29 points, freshman. Uh, second round, 90-60 against Wake Forest. Third round, 62-45 to against Cornell. But then, like I said, against Wake Forest in the Elite Eight, 0 for 20 from three. I mean, you there's no way you're going to win a game whenever you shoot like that. But... I will say that was not the ending for the 2010 or 2009 2010 Kentucky team because they did send five players in the first round in the NBA draft. Uh, I mean, since, well, I'll say from the 2010 to 2015, Kentucky had 25 draft picks. The closest number to that was Duke with 13. That's crazy. I mean, if you just think about the guys coming out of Duke and North Carolina and Kansas and Syracuse, I mean, just UConn, every school. For Kentucky to have 25 picks from 2010 to 2015, that is crazy. What's even crazier is the salary for those 25 players from 2010 to 2015 was $311 million. That's crazy. And for people to talk about how players they don't think about the, they don't focus on the school aspect of coming to college i mean they don't go to college they're going to college to find a job in the nba people go to college to find find a career and that's what those players are going to do and the earlier they can do to go make more money to support their family and change their family's lives why not do it that's what john kelly perry says he tells his players if you can go to the another level and 
help your family, help your mom get out of wherever, help your pops, help help whoever. If you can do that, then do that. Why would you stay here and spend take the chance of not not getting the same amount of money in two three years if you stay and your draft stock dropping? That's not that's not smart at all. And John Calipari lets his players know this is a decision that you and your family will come to. This is not a decision I want you to make. So I, I feel like people watching from the outside in, they got to realize that it's not John Calipari just trying to flush players in, play, paying players to come to Kentucky, flushing them in and flushing them out. It's not that. These players come to Kentucky because they know they want to get to the league. And they, after the 2010 class, go look at the 2011 class, 2012 class, 13, 14, 15, 16, all, 17. I mean, players, it's it's a, a – a thing. If you come to Kentucky, you, you know what you want to do. Prime example, this year you take Isaac Humphreys, a guy who really didn't get a lot of playing time this year because it seemed like he lacked the confidence of what we needed on the court. But, I mean, he still fluctuated in just because he's a seven-foot big. I mean, who, who's got game, who got a little jump shot. I mean, he improved it over over time. You see, obviously, in the, in the game against North Carolina, he put up – the Big 12 points, and it was like, dang, Isaac Humphrey's having his, his his party, his come out party, and that, I mean, that one game, I believe that one game is what really helped him solidify his choice of going pro next year. If it's in Australia or if he gets a shot with the NBA team, John Kelly Perry lets his players know, if you want to work hard enough to get to a league, you will get there. I, I mean, the coaching staff, the trainers the uh teachers um, people are are driven at kentucky and they they want you to succeed and that's i mean i believe that's what john calipari does for every one of his players no matter who you are now a little bit into this year's recruiting class and also the the departures of this year um i mean it's really looking like we're, we're gonna lose 95 percent of our scoring that's big. I mean, that's unheard of in college basketball. But, I mean, it's not unheard of at Kentucky. And there's always a, we, there's always a bounce back. John Calipari knows what he's doing. I, I got full faith in him that this would turn out to be, I mean, in my eyes, if not one of the best teams out of the nine that he's had, maybe the best. Um, I just feel like we're coming at you from every position. And if we land the potential – recruits that are in the mix right now in the working man oh man i'll start with the departures as we know De'Aaron fox malik monk isaiah briscoe and also now as of late isaac humphreys have all declared for the draft or declared they're going pro and signing agents um bam out of bio declared he's going to the draft but has not signed an agent so that's that's key right there. That's something I'll get back into here in a second. But also, we're losing the three seniors, Derek Willis, Dominique Hawkins, and Michael Mulder. That right there, I mean, it, you go look at the Kentucky games this year, look at the roster, look at the stats. Those names right there filled every statistical category. Every one. But whenever you have – Guys coming in like the ones we do who've participated in the in the McDonald's All American Game, um, the Nike Hoop Summit. We got three, four guys actually at the 
Jordan Classic um, this Friday. Man, it, it's, we're stacked this year. But uh, a guy who a lot of people forgot about because he joined the team in December, Hamanu Diallo. Me, personally, I believe he will be the best player on the team. He's got to develop his shot a little bit. But attacking the basket, I mean, finishing around the rim for a guard, a 6'5 guard with the wingspan and the defensive ability that he has, man, the kid's going to be nice. The kid would definitely be nice. It was kind of scary at the end of the year whenever they talked about him maybe testing the water with the draft. I mean, like like I said, John Calipari's gonna let us let his kids know whatever position you're in, like where you can go from here. But I, I think it's smart that uh, he stays for sure because I mean he he could be the it guy. A lot of people are saying we won't have an it guy. I believe he could be the it guy because he sat on the bench and watched De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk and Isaiah Briscoe and all those other guys and learn from them. I, I feel like he'll be not a a whole year, but he'll be sometime ahead of what the players we got coming in and that that'll just help his leadership qualities. Next, we got quad a green. He's a point guard who is honestly one of the most fluent point guards in the class. When, whenever you got guys like Trayvon Duvall, Colin Sexton, Jalen hands, those are some athletic dudes. I mean, then they all play the point guard point guard position. But if we're talking about true point guard skills, I believe quad a green is leading them. I mean, if you just watch him, I mean, just in his clips, the way he moves the ball down the court, the way he controls the offense, I mean, he's good defensively, got a good three-point shot on him. Definitely believe uh, a guy who could help us out a lot. Then next, we got Shea Alexander from Canada, a point guard who played in the world games. He put up a nice 12 points. He's a guy who I believe he'll be a multiple-year Wildcat which will be good for us because I believe he'll still get time this year and he'll get to that experience. And I mean, he's big. He's definitely going to be an immediate impact coming off the bench for Quade because, I mean, it's the SEC. And look at the guards we got coming into the SEC next year. And just in college basketball, we got KU, number, our second game of the year. And any college basketball fan knows what kind of guards Bill Self is going to bring to the table. Our guards have to be ready. But moving on from Shea. Next, we got P.J. Washington, a guy who I believe is kind of like a Miles Bridges type. I mean, he, he's not too sl- not too fast, but not too slow, but he's big, and he, he goes to the bucket strong. He gets big rebounds. I mean, I definitely think he'll be a guy who uh come through with a lot, of, a lot of double-doubles next year. Now, get down to big, big Jared Vanderbilt. That's a player who I believe will be really dangerous for us. A 6'8 guy who can bring the ball up and he's smooth around the rim. He'll cuff it. I mean, and he'll dunk on you or he'll either he'll lay you up. He's got a beautiful finger roll. Uh, I mean, his passing game, his defense. I really like his passing game. He He's kind of just, I don't know, like the Ben Simmons type whenever he's passing the ball. And we all know what Ben Simmons, ben Simmons was doing. Uh, he'll definitely be a, a very, very, very big immediate impact for us. I mean, depending no no matter who we get in these late stages or who stays and goes. Uh, I definitely like Jared Venable's game. Then we got Nick Richards, a guy who's got to work on his offensive game a little bit. But defensively, I mean, he's what you want around the rim. He, he's going to 
beat shots down. He's going to grab boards and he's going to hustle. He's going to play hard. And with the summer and the rest of, I mean, the AAU tournaments and whatnot, he'll be a guy who he'll improve his game. He'll improve his offensive game before he even gets to Kentucky. And then at his time at Kentucky, he'll definitely improve that before the season starts. Not there's not really any worries about him at all. Then we've got Jarmel Baker, a guy who we just signed a couple days ago. Yeah, six five, one eighty five guard who's got a strap. I mean, Devin Booker type. Devin Booker was also a four star coming out of high school and we see what he's doing now in the league, what he did at Kentucky. I'm really excited about Jarmel Baker. I mean they the one thing we did need in our class was a shooter and with him we got that. I mean, still with Mark Smith in the mix of maybe signing, we don't know. Um, he's another shooter. But Jarmel Baker definitely was a big pickup. I believe he'll be real big for us. Now getting into the guys who are still in the mix. The number one guy who I want, and this is who I wanted the entire time this, this entire process has been going on, is Mohamed Bamba. That's one guy who I believe could be the number one pick in the draft next year and could be the the number one factor for Kentucky. If we were to land Mohamed Bamba, mark my words, we will win the national championship. You can put I will put Kentucky up against anybody. I don't care who's coming back from North Carolina, Louisville, Kansas, uh Purdue, anybody, nobody at all. Purdue's not even in the question, but just if we land Mohamed Bamba, I believe a national championship is locked for Kentucky. But, I mean, we still got Kevin Knox out there, a guy who people have talked a lot about going to a Duke and North Carolina and Florida State. Him and Muhammad Bamba and Trayvon Duvall have all been really quiet, which I believe Trayvon Duvall end up at Duke. But I, I feel like Trayvon Duvall picking going to Duke could really, I mean, factor in Muhammad Bamba and Kevin Knox secretly sneaking into Duke to play with Wendell Carter. And then, I mean – I don't you, you really never know with these last three guys. They've been so quiet. But I'm telling you, Muhammad Bamba, that's the one thing Kentucky needs. And I don't know. I'm I'm feeling feeling real lucky about him. And I, I think he'll think he'll end up in the big blue. But Texas is on the uprise and Shaka Smart, I mean, who would turn down the opportunity to go play for a coach like him also? He's a guy who's turn turning the Texas program around. Not really I shouldn't say turning it around because they never really fell off, but he he's definitely done some things, and we know what he did at VCU and what he can do at Texas if he was to get Muhammad Bamba. That would be really scary for KU in the Big 12. But the last guy, um, the graduate transfer, Cam Johnson from Pittsburgh. Um, he's a guy who's improved his three-point shooting every year he's been in college. He's gotten a lot bigger in size. And, he, I mean, he's just – he's a three-year – he graduated in three years. He's, I mean, an experienced guy who coming onto a young team could really be tremendous in helping us out. Uh, no matter what role he takes coming off the bench or being a starter, we don't know. But Cam Johnson would be another another great pickup for Coach Cal and the boys down in, in Kentucky because uh, you, do need, you do need some leadership. And I felt like that's one thing that we lacked against UNC was somebody really step up in the early stages of the game. I know Malik Monk stepped up with those big shots and De'Aaron Fox stepped up in the game with those shots. But we needed a catalyst just to, I mean, kind of really backpack the team in, in the, on the leadership role throughout the entire year, and we didn't have that last year. I mean, that four-game slump whenever we went 
on with the Kansas loss, the Tennessee loss, the close game with Georgia and all that. We, we needed a guy who really stepped up, and, I mean, I believe that's whenever De'Aaron Fox did. But we, we need a guy next year who's going to really be that, that guy all year long. And Cam Johnson, with his experience he already has, I believe he could be that guy. But, that you know, there's a lot of school schools in the mix for him right now. So, I mean, we're just kind of waiting to see. And I believe Coach Kyle's kind of being quiet on the, the Cam Johnson situation after he sees where Kevin Knox and Mohamed Bamba will land, which, I mean, a lot of people are predicting Mohamed Bamba coming to Kentucky. But if we landed Kevin Knox too, I, I don't need a Cam Johnson. <laughs> we don't need a Cam Johnson at all. We'd be perfectly fine. But I do believe I want Bam Adebayo to come back. I mean, he's a guy who I've seen as high as pick 13, but I've seen him as low as pick 28. I believe once he gets to the the draft combine and a lot of GMs start to see him and scouts start to see him, his his stock will rise. But if he came back to Kentucky, which I'm, I'm praying he does, that would be huge, man. And just, I mean, just one to help himself. Look at Caleb Swanigan and look what he did last year whenever he came back after getting evaluated by the NBA GMs and scouts turn into a potential player of the year candidate but um we you never know but we'll see how it really it lays out i i think kentucky's in good shape no matter what though whatever happens is kentucky basketball y'all know we coming but that wraps up this week's show uh i want to let you guys know thank you for listening follow me on twitter uh follow me on soundcloud let me know how you feel about the show and Go Kentucky.